eyes are on us. All I, five eyes. The That's ten eyes. Watching. There's five sets of... <laughs> ten total eyes. Ten total eyes. Hey, my name's Arthur, and I'm here to say that I'm streaming it up in a twitchy way, and it's Radio Free Tote Bag. And I'm Arthur. Oh, I'm Donovan. I'm also streaming it up in a twitchy way, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we're we're doing something different this time. We're actually uh, streaming the recording to Twitch. So, uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, you're way too late to do it, but maybe in the future... <laughs> You'll be able to uh, listen to us record this live, and I don't know. Maybe you want to ask some questions in the uh, in the old Twitch chat. You could be asking your questions live. You could be seeing recording in progress with a color gradient across it, superimposed <laughs> on the feed through Arthur's skills, indicating to you that recording is indeed in progress. Yes, I have I have done a very. We've good got job. our logo, but it's the version where I've got an MF gun, and Arthur's doing that thing where he gets to hit you because you looked at the fingers. You looked at my fingers, and now I get to punch you. That's the rules. We're riled the fuck up. We're <laughs> live and direct. It's also my birthday. Happy birthday, Donovan. Thanks, brother. There's too much shit going on today, to be honest with you. My dad's potentially sick mm. with uh, with the COVID. Well, he's definitely sick. It's potentially with the COVID, uh. so that's not good. But despite all of this, uh, like a phoenix rising from the ashes of an afternoon spent doom scrolling, I'm going to reclaim my birthday. I'm going to have a good time with you people on the live stream, and we're going to save some relationships. Woohoo! Uh, was there any business up at the top of the program we wanted to get to? Anything we want to talk about up top? Uh, we, well, we have the Discord link we sent into the Twitch stream. Yeah, yeah. If you're on on there, we have a Discord set up that you can hop into and send us questions and shitpost and do whatever else. Uh, which is pretty cool. Click that link and, and join you know, sometimes we announce stuff on there. And, uh, yeah, the streaming stuff, this is our first, you know, shot at, at, at the behind the curtain of the episode. We're streaming as we're recording. You know, if you were on the stream, you could hear us beforehand deciding what order to put the questions in. <laughs> you know, really showing you how the hot dog is made. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. And as Arthur said, if you're too late for that, come around next time. Yeah. We'll probably do it again. We'll put the uh, the Discord link in the episode description. Assuming this this current stream, this first one, doesn't take either of us out. <laughs> right. It's possible. That could this happen. This is a risky maneuver. We're running, like, five softwares at once. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, but yeah. we can handle Let's, it. OBS, we got Discord. That's really only three. That's not so bad. I've got an extension running where you open a new tab. It shows you a picture of a different cat. It's called Tabby Cat. <laughs> what the big dogs use in this business are there i don't know if you knew that it's important to uh have a picture of a cat available at all times extremely important how are you doing in your neck of the woods i bombarded you with all my news what do you got uh had kind of a shit day at the unnamed retail establishment i was running customer service uh with with rich homie barb all day so that was kind of worth it we got to hang out and lay in the cut it's good and uh yeah, we had a we had a good fun 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 time getting yelled at by customers all goddamn day. Wonderful. Yeah. Yep, love them. Wonderful. 
Beautiful. No, none of this at all. <laughs> none of it's we're any both, of that. We're both a little, we're both a little turdy today. Oh yeah, I cannot little... stop farting. That's no, that's no cap, folks. Yeah. We're on, uh... Both emotionally crushed by the darkness and also the fumes pouring out both of our... I, I Honestly, the pa- the problem with this new microphone is it's more powerful. And I thought I snuck one out before we were, Thank God it was before we were streaming, too, and Arthur was like, oh, nice one. I was like, how the fuck did he hear that? He hear I that? couldn't hear that. But the microphone could hear it. Uh, you know. What if I go back and listen to one of these and I've been having farts that I didn't know about? That'd be <laughs> fucked up. Uh, I definitely had a customer smell it 100%. They had to have. Uh, and they deserved it. Let's they, be clear. Well, and, and they were being kind of a bastard about it, so I definitely let one slip while they were standing there <laughs> getting their return ready. And uh, it was like a mother and daughter, and the daughter said something under her breath to the mom. Oh no! I think he just farted. Collateral damage. <laughs> I also well, have hey, one. You know what makes? Was that? I also have one where. It was just a giant pain in the ass, didn't understand any of the policies, uh, made it a, my problem. They're so mad at me. And then I go to ring up their stuff at the end because they want to buy some stuff too. And it turns out they had a they had an associate discount. They work for the unnamed retail establishment. <laughs> and they were mad at me over policies. Damn. It's like, I thought we were on the same team. Friendly fire. Yeah, didn't like that. To an extent. Oh, well, well, hey, guess what we do like, Arthur? What do we like, Donovan? We like answering questions, and we've got some of those. Fuck yeah! Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this first one. This one is not in the form of a question, but we'll we'll make it work. Differences between porn and real sex. Go. And he says, "Me first, though." Uh, and there's a quote: oh. "Porn sex, yes, yes, right there, right there, right there. Oh my god, yes, yes, fuck me just like that." Real sex. Um, yeah, uh-huh, uh, wait, easy, easy, slow down. Ah, uh, yeah, like that, like that, like that. Wait, nope, nope, my leg's cramping. Wait, fuck. Let me just... That was posted by Jack Shagley. <laughs> <laughs> if we swap the exclamation mark out for a question in the beginning, it could be go, <laughs> and we could say yes, thus answering the question. <laughs> Uh, so what's, what's a diff, what's, what have you seen in porn that you then were like, that's not what it's like at all? The, the eternal, uh, facial. Sure. And maybe, maybe this is toned down in recent times, but in like my porn heyday in high school, like 2010, I felt like every fucking porn would just end with the with the cum shot, the face, the facial. This has not turned right? down, by the way. This is that's still, that's still the constant outro yeah. to it. And yeah. I was always like, "Why would you? You're having sex. Why would you want to rotate to a hand job for the end? That doesn't sound great. <laughs> Seems counterintuitive, right? You're downgrading it like the vi- at the best part of it. What are you doing? You're just wrapping it up. So definitely not wrong. that. I've I've done one of those occasionally, but that's not like a casual. Every time there's a lot of cleanup involved. It's not Yeah, great. dude. Uh every time I have done one, it has been totally disappointing. Like you get done, you and then you're like looking at your partner and you're like, 
ah, fuck, I'm sorry, do you need a towel? <laughs> like, it <laughs> right. just, I just feel kind of bad about it. It's like, ugh. Especially because it's right at the end there, right? And so you, it's it's such a snap transition between, like, the peak horniness, we're leaning into this, we're living out our kinks, and then that sudden clarity and a mess to clean up immediately. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. such a, it's such a snap from like, Oh yeah. To like, ah, fuck. Like, okay. Uh, paper. T- I don't know if we should we try washing it off. Sometimes the water makes it clump up. It makes it worse. You know what I mean? You have to like strategize. <laughs> Not great. Not ideal. What if, what I'm if somebody not... marketed, like, you know how you get like a facial mask that you like put on your face, uh, and it right. like takes, like cleans your pores. We should market sure. one where you quickly apply it before somebody comes on your face, and then you're able to just peel the mask and, <laughs> and ergo the like semen. Like a crockpot lining? <laughs> yes. No, you're just chucking the trash at the end. It's very convenient. <laughs> I like that. Because I've only done that one a couple times, man, and one of the times there was uh, liquid encroaching upon my partner's eye. Mm-hmm. And it became not just like, oh, fuck, we got to handle this. It became stressful because, like, that shit hurts, man. It does. And I'm, like, running, trying to figure it out. But, like, you just nutted, too, and you got, like, limp legs and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. Not not as uh, not as great as looks important. Still pretty cool. Not as great. Uh, so in, in pornography, it just appears that when uh, somebody is going to penetrate somebody else's butt that they just, like, spit on it. Right, saying, <laughs> and then you're ready to go. Real sex? Not even. No, no. There's a lot more involved. Right. And in fact, if you watch so behind the scenes stuff, which I have seen behind the scenes of pornography, uh, there is a lot of preparation that goes into it beforehand. A lot of the uh, the actors who receive uh, stretch it out, like they have toys and stuff for the purpose. Interesting. In where where are you coming league. across these behind the scenes videos? Uh if you search BTS on uh on Pornhub, you're gonna find behind the scenes stuff. It's like it's like a whole genre of video now. Like oh. they're like releasing Yeah, this is what happened immediately after the scene. Gotcha. And it's just like well what? Afterwards it's just like cleanup stuff and people are into that or it's is like, it like uh yeah. and like talking about it? Um this is like a big thing, especially in like kink like kinkier like bdsm videos where the they'll be fooling or you know they'll fuck like they'll fuck and then they get done and then they talk about aftercare and stuff like and uh like what what was your favorite part like what did you like and uh and the actors talk about what they enjoyed and what they uh would like to do more of and like what it was like being with them and yeah it's weird but it's interesting but i mean but is it like a sexually appealing thing, or is it more just like a, this is interesting kind of thing? You know what I'm saying? Uh, sometimes it is. It uh, I've I've seen ones where it's like, um, where it can be quite hot, just to see them like in the in the after, like their hair's all fucked up, their makeup's running, and they're just sitting there having right. a conversation. I think it's kind of hot. But I'm saying, is this a genre in the sense that sometimes you're like, I feel like jerking it to some behind the scenes stuff or is this a separate thing is this just like uh oh you're just browsing youtube and you're like oh like what what happened behind the scenes of this one you know is <laughs> yeah. this a sexual thing or not is what i'm asking i i think that it's it's more uh for weirdos that are just into the industry 
<laughs> like me. Anybody who's like interested in what goes on. They got like a questions panel at the end. <laughs> exactly. Table reads, that kind of thing. <laughs> I've actually I've never actually been to any kind of convention, but I assume that's the kind of thing that uh hopefully we'll up. get to go to a convention. Hopefully, yeah. We we got our eyes on on the prize in that sense, but got to put that on the back burner till we can emerge from our covid hovels. <laughs> Like which we're the, not doing yet. Which we're not doing just yet. All right. Any other differences? Differences. Lighting. <laughs> the lighting's really different. That's very true. Like and angles of stuff. Yeah. You ever catch ever catch yourself in like a mirror out of kind of the way as you're having sex mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, whoa, what the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> Who is that? Uh, I have. Have you ever you ever made a tape? Yes. Yes. Uh, I watched it, and uh, one that I made back in... This would have been in fucking high school. Uh, and I have always been a little on the on the tubbier side. And my girlfriend uh, was quite skinny at the time. And so it just looked like... It looked like a walrus boning a skeleton. And it was, re- <laughs> it was really difficult. Uh, it was difficult <laughs> to view. It was challenging material. Right. Because there's just all, I don't know, there's all these film production aspects and shit. Like, it's a whole fucking industry for for a reason, production yeah. values and stuff, uh, that, like, my laptop camera uh, wasn't going to do justice. Uh, but that being said, it's still pretty cool. It's not to be said for, for a lo-fi production, but uh, right. it's not going to be as hi-fi. It's like indie music, but there's some character in the, you know? <laughs> It's it's warmer. You can you get the personality of the people on screen because you can see their laundry strewn all over the room in the background <laughs> and like leftover cups and shit. You really get a a window into their world. Yep, that's true. That's all the differences. That's all of it. <laughs> there is nothing Everything else. Everything else is exactly the same. Exactly. Can I we do, move to the next question. I do enjoy that my folks are in the um. Are in the hallway right now having extended conversation. Is that coming through? I can't hear it. Are they arguing? That's fucking awesome. We caught that on the stream? Yeah. Arguing parents? That's very cool. <laughs> Welcome to my... It's some special... We got the drop, the soundboard now. You could put like a... Uh... <laughs> special intro music anytime it happens. Yeah. My, folks are in... my folks are in the hallway fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Folks Fight. <laughs> Surprise show within a show. Okay, I got a show for you. Mm-hmm. I want my boob in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. I, 20F, I'm laying here by my boyfriend, 23M of two years. He sleeps during the day because he works at night. I just got out of the shower and am laying by him because we don't get to lay together often due to our work schedule. I really want him to suck on my nipples, but he's asleep and I'm frustrated. I don't think he'll wake up for another two to three hours. Do they make a toy for this? <laughs> Sweating emoji. And that was posted by Clover Lane 3354. Uh, I don't... I, like, with so many things uh, around sex, it's impossible to perfectly recreate the uh, 
the sensation. Because uh, it's like you could get a nipple sucker, like something that's going to like create a suction on the nipple, but it's not going to give you the, the warm wetness, you know? Right. Right. It's not warm. It's not wet. It's not leaving little treat particles behind for you later. It's just not the same. It's a simulacrum. Of your of your beloved's dripping maw, <laughs> not quite the same. <laughs> dripping maw. Here's uh, the deal. Here, uh, question asker. It sounds like you've got a nine to five, and he's got the night shift. Uh, and it sounds like you should never see him again if you can help it. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, are you, yeah, are, little, you th- are you th- suggesting that we this man? I was just doing a little Lucy Dacus reference there. Who's Lucy my, Dacus? Uh, uh, my sister listens to him. That song is really good, but it's real sad. Okay. Somebody out there will get it. Okay. All right. I'm glad okay. I'm glad we could share that. <laughs> I'm addressing I'm I'm, I'm summoning all of my uh, advice giving energy. Uh particularly birthday advice giving energy which powers me up slightly more to answer a little beyond this because i'll you know do they make a toy for this possibly but like arthur's saying is it going to do it justice the real issue here is you guys don't get to see each other much because you've got completely opposite schedules and that fucking sucks ass Mm -hmm. um and it's hard to like put us you know kind of make consistent quality time between you if it's always like right before somebody's going to work or right before somebody's falling asleep. So it's kind of like, I feel like to ant to kind of fix this situation with you, you wanting some nipple suckage. Uh, we got to fix the broader situation, uh, to, to do that in the process. Absolutely. The case, uh, you're going to have to set some time aside. And I, I know that that is, is not easy to do, uh, but it's you're gonna have to do it. You're gonna have to find some time where both of you can spend some time together, and you he can you can get your nip wet. Right, and he can do whatever he likes. <laughs> you hang on to his hair or something. It's kind of. I, w- I wonder if they're with emotion to the. Something about this. That? Something about this read very much like um, what was it called? Soaking. Soaking's the Mormon yeah. thing, but this what was cock nursing? Is right. what it reminds me. This is regular nursing. This is full on regular nursing. <laughs> Discovered it. We've heard of cock nursing, but boob nursing? <laughs> Unacceptable. Um. So set some time aside. Uh. It doesn't sound like this is even like a specifically like a fetishistic thing. She's just like. Damn, I could really use some togetherness with this man. Right. It's just kind of like a nice thing as opposed to trying to set up like kind of a sexual experience here. You know, is is he not so much of a cuddly person? Mm. I'm wondering, right, because you get out of the shower, you're laying by him. Uh, you got the work issue. I'm trying to think of like when you could put together some cool snuggle time. Hmm. Right, but it's kind of hard to do that if the two windows for that one person's waking up and one person's getting to go to bed. I, could, I feel like you'd almost have to designate a, a, a time. I could see that being rather pleasant. Like if I'm, say, I'm working thirds, 
and I got to be into work at like midnight, like I'm working midnight to eight. And my partner slips into bed to go to bed around 11 o'clock or maybe even earlier, 10. If they like wake me up. So like I would cuddle them as they're going to sleep. While I would get like my morning going. That seems good. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And that's kind of a good way to start things too. That's a good ass way to start your day. Yeah. Um But again, you know, there just becomes that issue where where like how much time do you have? What other stuff yeah. do you kinda have to take care of? Yeah. Uh it's it's tough. Uh there is uh a, a comment here on on this Reddit post. Uh, I mean, I'd wake up and suck a nipple, no question. <laughs> another, I think I would, too. Another user says, agreed. I'd never be upset if I got woken up by a titty. Maybe, uh, I mean, if you brought up with your partner that you kind of want more physical touch type stuff going on, and even in a non-sexual way, like we're saying. Yeah. Uh... You know, if this is something you're, like, really specifically wanting, and it seems like, you know, this kind of falls into broader just kind of cuddling and physical touch kind of stuff, I think, you know, let them know that. That's something you're looking for. And then, you, like I said, you can work together on kind of a time when that's good, or maybe, you know, the person waking up goes out of their way to do a little nice something for the sleeping person, like mm. snucking on their nipple or getting them a cookie or... I don't fucking <laughs> Get me a cookie. The two good things you can do for your partner, sucking their nipple or giving them a cookie. That's the two Tolerance. love languages. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that old love language structure. That We got a new one. Acts a new of service. Love language sheriff in town. Pathetic. Cookies or... Cookies or nips. Uh, wake him up by runbing your nipples on his lips. See, that's one that's like, that's nice, right? Mm-hmm. It's not nice if it's every, if it's every, every fuck, morning. babe. I gotta be in work. I'm so sleepy. Nipples just like poking you in the eye. <laughs> oh, come on. Because there's also like this thing you gotta dodge where you don't want this to be like obligation. Sure. Because people got rough mornings and stuff sometimes. That's like the two kind of worst times for people are right when you wake up and right. Yeah. Um. She okay. She saw a comment on here that says try a breast pump. Lol. To which she responded, "Oh, that's a good idea. Thank you." So it does seem to me that she is literally focused on the physical sensation of it. It's just the nipple sucking that matters here. Okay. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> you did a really good job taking this to a deeper level and giving us more to talk about here, but I think she's like, oh, fuck yeah, a breast pump would feel like he's sucking on my nip. Hell yeah. <laughs> Edit, I found a clothes, a clothes pin. Uh, we're all good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, I found a, a clothes pin and a sponge, and I cut part of the sponge up, and I got it wet, and then... <laughs> I clipped the sponge parts to my nip. I put some taco seasoning, sprinkled it on there, so it's just like, you know, mouth, it's great. <laughs> All right, fucking cool. Uh, <laughs> I guess a breast pump is better at doing relationship advice than I am. Uh, 
But I'm glad you found a solution. I'm ready to I'm ready to tee up again and take another swing at this next one. Here it comes. Do I need to invite my boyfriend to fun events I do with my friends? My boyfriend, 24M, and I, 22F, have been together for a year and a half, and we currently live together. When I told him I'm going to go sledding on the mountain with my close friends, he gets a little upset that he isn't invited. That same friend invited me again to do a day of sledding slash snow tubing in a few weeks, and I'm worried to tell him, because I don't want him to get upset slash want to be invited. We spend a lot of time together already, and sometimes I just want to hang out with my friend. We're going with a small group, her friends, not mine, so I'd feel weird inviting him along since I'm not even the one who's organizing the event or driving. Am I supposed to invite him? I'm worried I'm being a bad girlfriend or something for not wanting to invite him, although it feels like it's not my place to invite him to something only I was invited to. TLDR, I was invited to a day of snow tubing by my close friend and a few people she knows. Am I expected to invite my boyfriend? Am I a bad girlfriend if I don't? This was posted by Panasia69. Panasia? Panasia. Which to me sounds like right. penis euthana- euthanasia. I was thinking of like the entire continent of Asia except for it's shaped like... Hmm. Okay. Uh, very big penis. Let's see. <laughs> let's see here. So I'm trying to put together like who this is. This is her close friend. Okay, yeah, close friend inviting her, close her to go friends. sledding slash snow tubing. And boyfriend's like, I won't fucking go snow tubing. Shit. Right. This sounds like it's just the friends setting up a thing. He's invited her friends, which includes question asker here. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like. That doesn't seem like something the boyfriend should jump into. Right. Is it's, it's my initial feeling there. You got to kind of have your separate things. You know, if you if you invite a friend to do something, I don't think it's like inherent that, okay, your partner like is also invited to this, right? Like you wouldn't. Sometimes no. you just want the one person. Sometimes you just want to have girl time. It's not, you know? ne- there's not necessarily a plus one. There's a reason why like, I mean, aside from planning a menu and seating and everything, but weddings have a plus one, and that's, like, stated. Right. There was not a plus one on the let's go snow tubing. She said snow tubing. She didn't say snow tubing plus one extra snow tube. Right. You would have known if she had said that, because that's a lot of words to say to somebody. (laughs) Hard, Hard to miss. Right. So I don't I don't think you're doing anything wrong not inviting not inviting him to this. I think that's pretty damn standard. Yeah. Is- he gets a little upset. I'm wondering to what degree this upsetness goes to. He gets Right, cuz there's a difference between like, hey, you're doing some shit, some social shit during a pandemic, that might not be good. Yeah, I was you wondering know, that, that too. kind of concerns. But this is uh, you didn't invite me. And that's that feels like a weird kind of like jealousy thing where you're you're one of those people who doesn't want your partner doing stuff with like other people. And that's weird and possessive, and I don't like that. Right. 
Sorry, I got I got distracted. They were talking in the hallway again. I'm. I, it's just it's the best possible time. It's the best world that this could happen. Um. Yeah. Uh. It, it would absolutely I, I was depend. Just saying, yeah. Go ahead. And I, this reads possessive to me. Absolutely. Um. We, we've all met this dude. Why don't I get like? <laughs> to me, specifically the snow tubing part. If it was me and my partner was like, I'm going snow tubing and you're not invited, I would be mad specifically because of the snow tubing. I'm like, fuck, I want to go snow tubing. You know what I mean? Like if it was something I wasn't interested in and they were like, I'm going to go to the book convention. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't care to go to the book convention. That's not what I'm into. (laughs) I wouldn't be upset. But, but snow I, tubing's fucking rad. Snow tubing's fucking s- sick. So cool. It's definitely understandable to be bummed for not getting invited. And I'm thinking about this too now. Nobody has a lot of shit going on. Snow yeah. tubing's a cool outside thing. It is something you can pretty safely do. Socially distanced. And this guy's like, I've been sitting at home for a fucking... Oh, sh- oh I want to go snow tubing. Right, but again, difference between that kind of little bit of upset, and uh, oh, you, you never want to hang out with me. Yeah. Oh, why don't you want me to? You don't want to. You don't want your friends to meet me. Like it's right? like it's, you've it's never. Kinda... It's like you've never valued my happiness. Right. This is either a sane person who is pissed he doesn't get to go snow tubing, which is very understandable, uh, or a shitty possessive dude. Who is besmirching the name of snow tubing by trying to insert himself into this event to keep his possessive streak? Yeah. Uh, to answer the question, no, you don't have to invite your boyfriend to absolutely everything. And a plus one is not assumed in all social situations. And right. fuck him. Fuck him. Break yeah. up with him. And, get, rid- <laughs> get rid of him. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, hold on, hold on, there's a button for that. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck this man. Yeah, tell him. <laughs> Fuck you, 24M. Piece of garbage. But honestly, hey, if yeah. this is, if, if you're reading the possessiveness, if you've seen other signs of this, honestly, probably do tuck and roll out of this. Yeah. But if the man is just feeling a little bumped because he couldn't do some cool fucking tricks on the snow tube... We get that. You still shouldn't invite him, but just come be like, hey, you know, this is like a friend's thing. Just like a, just us hanging out. What kind of tricks could you do on a snow tube night? What kind of tricks could you do on a snow tube? I'm thinking stand in the snow tube, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. One foot on each side. You're kind of T-posing, going down the slopes. I'm thinking of a backflip off of a ramp Mm. uh, that I built out of snowman okay okay I think, i'm thinking of grinding a ra- are there rails out in the snowy forest i think you could break your spine grinding. trying to um grind in a snow tube i think that would be a cool way I think to die astri- i think you underestimate my sledding ability there <laughs> i'm just thinking so like the idea of grinding it right you're kind of laying in the tube if you were to grind it you would have to like put the middle of it up on the rail which would be where your spine is. Right. Well, that's why we're still standing on it with two feet, baby. Okay. This All is right. a combo All right. No, I feel it. I feel it. We're getting the multiplier from doing both the grind <laughs> and the T-pose. 
Maybe we backflip it on that rail. Maybe it's like a real big Douglas fir with all the branches <laughs> stripped off. Real nice grinding surface. You get 1,200 points. Maybe, uh, maybe then. 1,200,000 points. Yeah. High score. I've never been snow tubing. I don't fucking know. But I have, pl- I have played plenty of, uh, plenty of Tony Hawk. Absolutely. And I mean, one time I sledded down through a graveyard and uh, my sled hit a buried grave. <laughs> it was like on a hill. These graves, old graves, fly off, land in a creek bed, narrowly miss smashing my head on another fucking loose grave. <laughs> That's pretty talented, man. That should have killed me. Yeah, I you, was totally fine. You almost got killed by the dead. Wouldn't that be fucked up, man? If your headstone kills somebody, do you like get a assist on that or what? I was gonna yeah, you definitely get an assist. Your name is on it. It's your earthly resting place. It's kinda like hitting somebody with your car. <laughs> Obviously really hard to do with the gravestone, but uh, definitely deserves some kind of achievement for uh, Absolutely the case. Okay, suffice to say, I'm fucking sick at snow sports. I hope this dude is just really into it, and he's not a piece of shit. All right. Wow, I'm getting cold out here in the snow. Uh, I'm going to go inside, warm up, take off my snow pants, drink a cup of hot chocolate, read this next question, which doesn't fit the tone of that scene I just painted even a little bit. (laughs) Why do I, F-18, jet. feel so sad after sex? Oh, it really is. It's like the most iconic yeah. jet, too. That's true. Okay, we got that out of our system. You want to read the Serious title advice again? You want to read the title again one more time, though, for me? One more time. Why do I, F-18, Fighter feel jet. so sad after sex? <laughs> My boyfriend and I kind of have rough sex, and in the moment, I enjoy it all, and all of it is pleasurable. I have no complaints. I'm able to come multiple times. He seems happy every time. All is fine in that area. But after the fact, I just feel really sad. I don't know why. And it's not like short-lived either. Uh, It's the strange, melancholic feeling, usually following me into the next day. I don't know if this makes a difference, but some of the kinky things we engage in sex would be degradation, knife play, choking, spitting, slapping, etc. When he humiliates me during sex, I know I like it, and he doesn't really mean those things outside the bedroom, but afterwards, somehow, what he says follows me. I want to make it clear that I enjoy all of these things that I mentioned, but for some reason, especially after a really rough session... I just kind of feel really sad. Does anyone have any idea why? It was posted by Bam B, but the A is a four. Have you heard the term subdrop, Donovan? Yes. Uh, for our listeners, subdrop, and this is from Urban Dictionary, perhaps the first time that Urban Dictionary has ever been useful to anyone in an actual sense. <laughs> Uh, the temporary depression and or chemical disbalance experienced by submissive slash masochists after intense BDSM play. This can be short-lived or can be a delayed reaction or it can last as long as a week. If you are the dominant or top in this situation, it is your responsibility to see your play partner through this period of chemical disbalance and or depression and make sure they are safe, sane, and healthy. 
sounds like this to a fucking T. Yeah. You got to do the aftercare or Dom's got to do the aftercare for you. Like it's part of BDSM play to like make sure what what would you even do in aftercare? I don't I don't know enough about it to actually effectively do the aftercare. I'm looking it up. You said you don't? Yeah, I don't know personally. I just kind of some snuggling in there. You need to snug. Do some checking. You talk about the experience. Make sure everybody's feeling all right. Yeah. Get him some water. Get him a fucking uh, a, a snack or something. Oh, Donovan. And something full on intense like this, too. Like, you're talking about uh, some pretty extreme stuff in there, especially with the knife play. Yeah. Beyond just like the emotional task of that, that's like exhausting shit to be doing if you're going that hard. Like, just on just like a physical level, you're going to be feeling low afterwards because that's like fucking intense. Uh, uh, and that's why you, you need somebody looking after you. I have sent so you. Like you said. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I was going to say just which, like you said, they, they seem to have completely the partner here. Granted, she is 18. Hopefully this is a young dude. Uh, but that's like a pretty common mistake as people get into this shit. But, you know, there's not really kind of a manual for it. Right. As you see, you know, don't even know that this is a thing, even though it's it's like a there's a term for it. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you get into it, and then, like, <laughs> like, you guys get done having sex, and maybe you cuddle for a little bit, but it's not quite enough aftercare. And then he just, like, high-fives you and says, okay, I'll see you later. And, like, you're totally set up to, to sub-drop really hard and not uh, not be mentally good for a time uh i have Brent, sent and understandably yeah i have sent you an image in the zencaster is a link to an image file if you would if you would open that up for me and describe it please oh no oh no where did you find this i found this at uh be slash bdsm dash blog slash aftercare Oh, wait, now here we go. I found uh, the little watermark in the corner. A little DDLG doodle for <laughs> This is an aftercare kit, but it definitely seems pretty specific yeah. to the DDLG scene. If you haven't heard about that, just look it up. I'm really, I can't talk about that right now. I don't have the energy <laughs> to go down that fucking wormhole again right now. Uh, but there are some, like, items in there that are good. You got water. You got first aid. Yeah. You got juice or Gatorade. I love the juice bottle. Like, it's totally a sippy. It's absolutely a sippy. And, a, you know, juice is good. If you're feeling, like, lightheaded or exhausted or, like, an apple or something, get your blood sugar back up. Yeah, orange That's slices. That's a good fucking aftercare thing. Just don't drink it out of a sippy cup. That creeps me out. Where did you even get that? I don't own that. <laughs> I like the idea you get done with a BDSM scene and uh, you're like, okay, I'll be right back. I'll get you some water. And you come back and she has a sippy cup and you're like, where did that come from? What the fuck? (laughs) Did I, did I have, was that like a gag gift? Okay. Also noted the juice is in the sippy cup. The Gatorade just got like the lightning bolt on it. It's just a plain ass Gatorade, baby. What's the Gatorade. Gatorade slogan? Gatorade. Uh, Annihilate your thirst. <laughs> Annihilate your your daddy hurt. 
No, what okay. is it? Here's the- slogans. Oh, here we go. Gatorade, the sports fuel company. When you give everything, this- Gatorade gives it back. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Life is a sport. Drink it up. You got it. It's kind of like, uh, you know, it's kind of like a, a food chain thing happening, a flow of, of uh, resources. You know, you got the daddy and you got the little and then the Gatorade's kind of like the little sub because it's giving the little everything. Daddy Dom little Gatorade. <laughs> Is that what? <laughs> oh, here we go. You were thinking of Gatorade. Is it in you? That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Which Jesus. should just be Gatorade. Is it in? <laughs> You've heard that about a million times. At least I have. I'm also just picturing some of just like this heinous cutesy DDLG shit, but everybody's covered in like the neon Gatorade sweat. That's an interesting contrast. <laughs> it's like soaked through her fucking child sized cami. Her, her fucking little lacy socks are just like co- like soaked in oh. fucking Gatorade sweat. <laughs> uh, oh, a mop fuck. for your leaking Gatorade sweat at the end. Okay, we've also got socks. And it, one of them is a little frilly sock mm-hmm. earther. Painkiller. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> You're really going what? for it. What we get? Like, we got migraine kink? That's not good. <laughs> we, of course, have a stuffed animal, which in the lingo of the DDLG, of course, calls a stuffy. Stuffy. That makes me profoundly uncomfortable, too. Movies. We got a blanket. Yeah, we got a blanket. We've got movies like Wreck-It Ralph and The Little Mermaid. Oh, God. I didn't. I couldn't even tell those covers are on there. What about the books and comics? Uh... I can't tell the oh, comic. Looks like it looks like one of the comics is Sailor Moon manga. Ah, uh, okay. Which makes a certain amount of sense. Absolutely. Slippers, big comfy t-shirt, mm-hmm. bubble bath lotion. Yeah, Johnson's baby lotion. So maybe you know, maybe you don't need the sippy cup. Maybe you don't need the. The stuffy and the motherfucking Little Mermaid plan afterwards, but like a lot of the ones here that are good, are, it's it's just like physical comfort shit. Yeah, get hydrated, get get your blood sugar up a little bit, get snuggled up, blanket and all all that kind of stuff. Just it's 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 checking in with your partner, getting them like back down to baseline because you don't want to. Uh, like you were describing earlier, Arthur, like high five and out of here, and then you're just like right. left alone and down. That's a recipe to get depressed for a while. Yeah. So, a big part of its communication, just checking in, making sure at a level that like they're comfortable being like direct and honest about these things. Because uh, as we said before, you know, fetishes are a good time, but it, it can get like a lot more intense than just kind of a regular run-of-the-mill sex stuff, and you you do need to kind of take extra steps to uh, to watch out for people. I mean, shit, man, aftercare is pretty just good for sex in general, honestly, just checking in with people. Oh, yeah. I, I love the post-game. I love running it down. Like, the fucking tail of the tape. Like, how did, <laughs> how did it go? How can we improve? Run to the bathroom, uh... 
try to be in a way so that you can't see my dick if you're out the window. <laughs> get a little wipe off, fill up a couple glasses of water, get an apple and charge back in there, baby. <laughs> Go for round two. All right. Hey, uh, hey, bless. So that's, so do aftercare. Yeah. That's the, that's the end of this. What's up? Do What's that. Yeah, on? do aftercare. Ah, man. Are power games and relationships a weird thing? Parenthesis, red flag. Uh, my 27F, X, 34M, had always talked about power in relationships indirectly. He used to tell me that he sets precedence as to how much his partner should expect from him. He never, ever answered their calls. Instead, he'd wait for a few minutes and call back, showing that he's really busy. He's done this with me also multiple times. Always answered in one word. Never full sentences with parents or sister. Suit followed into our relationship. Not 100% sure what that sentence means, but I think I get the gist. He suggested that I should also set precedence with my family. My family sound not expect me to help them, or should not expect me to help them. They should not be spoken to when I'm with him, and I can't keep my phone nearby, not even for emergencies. The person who cares least has the most power in the relationship. This was his motto throughout for any relationship. I remember one night when I forgot my phone in his car, and we just started making out uh, when I remembered. I told him that I need my phone around because my mom lives alone, and she's not confident to live alone yet. She's got health issues. And he got my phone from the car, but he punished me that entire night by not touching me. <laughs> he didn't allow me to touch him. He didn't allow me to talk to him. My only choice was to shut up and sleep in the single bed we shared with no physical contact with him whatsoever. This punishment continued until I proved to him that I'm not a phone addict. Was something wrong with the way he treated people? <laughs> am, I am I overreacting to his behavior now? Do power games seriously need to be employed to have a successful relationship? I don't think I'll ever be alright to feel proud about caring less towards my partner just to have power over him. That sounds sick on many levels. TLDR, X played too many power games with his parents, my parents, and me. Are power games important for relationships to progress? I have been told by a few other female friends that they employ power games and that their husbands treat them well. Am I overreacting to the way my ex treated me, or was it actually a form of abuse? This was posted by 12SS93. That's a form of abuse. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have described abuse. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop out and say it. You got um, the courage to do so. I, people... I like that about you. <laughs> But, uh, you know, an abuser is never going to flat out be like, okay, I'm going to abuse you now. <laughs> right? It's, it's, always, it's always couched in, like, this kind of shit. Yeah. Or there's, they've got some kind of system here. And there's, like, this is the way it is, and, like, they're just doing it. Like, relationships, you know, oh, it's just suckers who, like, get hurt by them. you got to be individual. You don't care about anything. That's how you win. And it's just, like, this insanely reductive kind of thing there that just turns you into a fucking sociopath and makes you a miserable person yeah. to be around and, and an incredibly like damaging person to be in a relationship with. You know, but if you're in there and you get attached to this person, 
you don't really have another choice than to than to deal with it, right? And if you're really sucked into it, yeah, just get more and more kind of dependent. And he's using shit like this to kind of keep you in there and keep your behavior in line with with what he wants. And that's fucking psychotic. You shouldn't treat anybody like that, let alone your fucking partner. Yeah. The only power gaming that I'll accept is min-maxing your character and making sure that you're... Damn right. Making sure that you're uh, as powerful as possible by maximizing your strengths and minimizing your weak... Or by maximizing your strengths and and maximizing your weaknesses, uh, in a way. Yeah. So, this, this definitely sucks ass. Uh... I think there is a way that this can be employed in BDSM, and she actually has a um, an edit here. It says, no, I'm not into BDSM, neither was the relationship that kind. Um, so, like, this, this read to me like somebody that was into BDSM and was trying to introduce it with their partner uh, in, like, a sneaky way, which don't ever introduce BDSM in a sneaky way. <laughs> right. Um, but I, I thought that's what this was. But this, this just read... Like, fucking full-on abuse. He didn't allow me to touch him the whole night because I got my phone from the car. <laughs> That's just psychotic. Like, like if you run into a person who does any fucking bizarre shit like this, uh, run. Run the fuck away from him. Right. I bet it's scary, you know, because especially if they turn the heat up you gradu- on you gradually with this kind of thing. Yeah, if you're a frog in the water. You know, it's like this person. They're they're asking, like, is this is this a form of uh, abuse or am I overreacting? Like, I think anybody looking in on this is pretty clear they're not overreacting. This is fucked. But, like, if you're in there for so long and it gets normalized to you, and, like, shit, our culture normalizes this kind of stuff all the fucking time, too. That's a little bit much to get into with, like, full on how we think about power and all that but that's all big fucked up as well like you're you're treating your partner like uh, an employee you're exploiting effectively and it's creepy and it makes you a shitty person and you're gonna be miserable while you're doing that too right even the person quote unquote winning in this relationship this dude believes and he's owning the fact that he cares less that's a miserable fucking person dude if you're at a point where you're like yeah, I'm in this relationship. She likes me a lot more than I like her. I got it made, man. Like, that's really depressing. It's really <laughs> fucking bleak. Dark. Uh, I remember knowing that I had to break up with somebody because that's, like, not that I consciously came to this. Like, I care less about her than she cares about me. And, like, it's not like I was like, yes, now I have the power. As soon as I knew that, in a relationship, I was like, well, now I gotta fucking break up with her. Like, I gotta right. get out of there. If it's if it becomes clear that the level of uh, intimacy and um, attachment is asymmetrical, it should be addressed and sometimes should be addressed by bouncing the fuck up out of there. Absolutely. And I mean, at least this is, this is a plus on this because uh, it is her ex. She's saying yes. uh, at the beginning, so I'm glad you were able to get out of this. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it is absolutely abuse. I would, I would encourage, you know, and I I don't have direct experience with this, but look into, you know, support communities online. I'm sure Reddit has some, uh, I bet wouldn't be surprised if people had commented at all in here. Uh, but I got nothing specific in there. Um, 
But like I said, like such a, such a big component of this shit is like horrible behavior and being treated horribly becomes normalized. Yeah. And that's some shit that can really stick with you and kind of keep that cycle going. And so again, it's good that you got out of this. But the fact that you're just kind of realizing how bad it was, I would I would get, you know, either support from other folks or therapy if possible just to kind of help work through that cuz you know, that's a huge betrayal, and to have it revealed like that, it can't kind of, you can't very easily be like, all right, I'll avoid that next time, on with my day, you know? It's like, uh, it fucks people up, it's traumatizing. Yeah. it's. An- uh, so I would really encourage you to, you know, look into getting support with that. Absolutely. Uh, incredibly difficult being abused, and coming out the other side of it, um... And a lot of times you don't even know you were like this person, like the way this person is describing it. It's like, did I, was I abused here? Uh, and you, right. you end up questioning whether or not you're overreacting and uh, uh, just you go with, go with your feelings on this. If, if, if it feels weird, then it is weird. Right. Like if you feel weird about a situation, then it probably is uh, pretty fucking strange. Uh, and being so, Having it so codified like power games, because there's there absolutely is power dynamics in relationships, um, but those should play out naturally and not be consciously manipulated by uh, the either individual in a in a relationship or any individual in a relationship. Yeah, you shouldn't be jostling for for power in the relationship. Right, shouldn't be like I'm in the driver's seat now. Yeah, God, just, you know, we've been dating for two months. I've already got my whole plan ready. Like, I'm really into this girl. I've already got up my whole plan to take the power in the relationship. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, oh. You know what I would like? What's that? Another question. One more question is what I'd like. We've got... We've got... We've got, I'm going to do this one. We've got this question. I am 25M wondering when it's appropriate to ask 24F to officially be my girlfriend. Mm. Around a month and a half ago, I met the super cute girl at Target and we clicked. Interesting. She asked me for my Snapchat and then hit me up shortly after. Day or two passed and we started seeing each other. Not long after that, we were seeing each other every day, and she was spending the night very frequently. Fast forward to now, and we're doing extremely well. No complaints, and I'm even interested in officially making her mine, whereas I'm usually hesitant to do this in relationships. TLDR, anyways, is it too soon to make it official? I'm really enjoying her, and we can't seem to get enough. Granted, this is surely still the honeymoon phase. That was posted by Greg 35 Greg, I do not think it is too early to make uh, a level of exclusivity clear, right? But I, I think it would be strange to be like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Month and a half. But you're seeing each other a lot. I mean, maybe not. I just think that the idea... Like when somebody officially becomes your uh your girlfriend or boyfriend, I think it's just something that kind of happens. I don't think there's necessarily a conversation around it. It's probably the first time one of you refers to the other as it 
is when it becomes official. When you just reflexively right. say, yeah, my girlfriend was, oh, I guess they're my girlfriend now. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think at, at a month and a half, you can be like, so I don't want to date anybody else while I'm dating you. Do you want to just date me too? Right. It's Yeah, because sometimes that'll just kind of naturally happen. Or you you kind of get that sense. You, you, know, you know where the other person's at very clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, you know, sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes, like, you sit on it and you're not sure. And, and you're, you're like, do I need to do this gesture? Do I need to ask her to officially be the girlfriend? Right. I, I think I think it's more what Arthur's saying is your move here. Is just say your feelings of it and see where they're at. You know, I'm really into you. I'd kind of like to make this a thing. Where are you at with this? Yeah. How are uh, you, how are you feeling about that? As simple as that, right? Especially because you know, a month and a half where you're just you've been on a couple dates is different than like you're spending all this time together. There's very clearly something happening here. Yeah. You know, get the intentions out there. Make it make it strike while the iron is hot. Yes, as they say. Make your desires known. Strike. Yes. Be like, girl, listen. I'm trying to trying to cuff that. <laughs> trying to cuff that this season. Wouldst thou Girl, you're a piece of folded steel. I wanna hit you <laughs> while the I wanna strike the iron while it's hot so yeah. this relationship can turn into a big uh, steel bl- I don't know anything I wish to forge this relationship I will temper <laughs> there we go. I will temper our Thank time you. together with the embers which I have gathered from Farron Keep now I'm getting into very specific Dark Souls <laughs> lore here uh, the large curl <laughs> alright fuck temp- yeah, temper I like the, the idea that you're in the Dark Souls universe and you're like uh, how am I going to ask out my girlfriend in this world <laughs> full of skeleton people? <laughs> I mean, it would be like that, though. That's the that's the it's wonderful true. thing about human beings is that we're always going to try to fuck each other no matter what's happening. Like, as that's bad as true. shit gets. Like, we're recording this the night before the inauguration, right? What? Right. So, tomorrow, they fuck, they storm every state capital and this becomes fucking Qtopia, like, tomorrow. Right? People are still going to be trying to fuck each other, even in the darkest of times, you know? That's true. Like, uh, I think it's a perfect example of that is with COVID, right? We answered a whole lot of questions for a long time about, like, how do I date during COVID? You know what I mean? Right. There's a global pandemic on, there's a deadly virus on the loose. How am I going to get my dick wet? Because you still gotta. You gotta. You know? This the single folks out there. It's a fucking, you know, it's some it's something that you're kind of normally dating and, and kind of I don't know. This was my experience. You're looking for a relationship to an extent. Hey, I wonder when it's gonna crack up. Uh, but now you can't just kind of casually do that. You got to really be planning out stuff, hunting stuff. You got to be putting in a lot of effort to date right now. Mm-hmm. And that's true, Arthur. That shows the fortitude of. The human spirit and the human genitalia, am I right? <laughs> human genitalia, my favorite kind of genitalia. Yeah. I don't know, man. You ever seen like a cloaca? That's pretty cool. 
Or a, a duck's corkscrew penis. That's pretty cool. Is a cloaca a genital? A cloaca may be like a genital holster. Like where the genitals lie. Okay, we're fucking look. Let's see. Because I'm thinking of the, the bur- you know, that's where they poop and piss out of at the same time. Right. They got one exit. So I searched, also... I searched bird genitals and came up with cloaca. Birds reproduce using their cloaca. This occurs during a cloacal kiss in most birds. <laughs> birds that may using this method, method, I would like to say words correctly, that use this method touch their cloaca together in some species only for a few seconds, sufficient time for the sperm to be transferred from the male to the female. For some birds, such as ostriches, cassowaries, kiwi, geese, and some species of swans and ducks, the male do not use their cloaca for reproduction, but instead have a phallus. Yeah, and it's a spiral. I like that the cloaca kissing description, though, is basically what I thought sex was when I was like eight. (laughs) Put them together for a couple seconds, then you're good. Then you're great. I like that that's a real thing out there somewhere. Goddamn. Goddamn. All right, I'm fucking exhausted. Me too, dude. I'm beat to shit. It's been a long day, but we have enjoyed talking about cloacas and relationship advice. That was a good time. That was fun. Uh, You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to say it. I'm going to put the tiger on the table and yell at it. I'm going to say it. (laughs) Our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Nowhere. You can find their music at nowheremusic.bandcamp.com. And her outro song is the song Stephanie by the Hey Fellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hey Fellows or on Spotify by searching for those three words, the Hey Fellows. Uh, thanks to anybody who tuned in during the live stream. Maybe we'll do this again sometime soon. I had a pretty fun time doing it. Uh, and uh, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash RFTB. $3 a month gets you some bonus episodes. Love that. Get us to 50 or 100 patrons or whatever we said so Arthur has to buy the Baldo. So we have to buy a Baldo. And then I have to find somebody to put it in. <laughs> patron, patron, top patron tier. <laughs> Arthur fucked you with a Baldo. Baldo receiver. <laughs> All right, folks. We're not going to top Jesus. that. Uh, I'm going to get in here. I'm going to be like, I love you. Thanks. Bye. Mwah.